Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Champions of Inspiration. This is going to be a fun show because my guest is a fun guy. We're going to have a great time as we go along. Uh, Fred has uh, been a recording artist and a musician for 25 years. He's had several successful businesses. He's a serial entrepreneur. Uh, He has worked in corporate America for 22 years, training Six Sigma and ethics and safety. Uh, He specializes in team building and team facilitation. He just does so much. Fred, welcome to Champions of Inspiration. Okay. Well, it is such an honor. You and I have known each other for so long, but it's such an honor to be on your show, Champion of Inspiration, because that's what you do. You inspire others to be champions and build them up. And I, I'm, I'm just blessed to be here. I'm, I really, I really appreciate you having me on your show. Well, we want to talk about your, your latest book. Now you're the author of four very successful books, but the latest book that just came out is leadership with an attitude. And, yes, and as I build you, you are the attitude guru. So let's talk about leadership with an attitude. Why is that book so important to you? Well, it, you know, I, I started out, I've, I've always been in construction a lot of my life. I was an electrician and I did a lot of construction. I started out in, in maintenance at Texas Instruments and doing that, I had a lot of projects going and stuff like that. But I noticed a lot of the guys all through my life and a lot of office people, I mean, everybody throughout the corporate world, they always have this attitude. Too many of them have an attitude. Oh, I'm just an electrician. I don't add too much. I'm just here. I'm just a file. I'm just a secretary. I'm just a janitor. And a lot of people, they don't want to be a leader or a boss. But what's amazing is every one of them can be a leader in their field. If you want, if you want to be the best janitor you can be, then that's what you should be. If I want to be the best electrician I wanted to be, that's what I wanted to be at the time. And become that. And that's why it's important because a lot of people, they don't feel that they add value to a corporation or a company. And I guarantee you, you drive up to a company and you're going to do business. You're looking for somebody to do business with. You drive up, the trees are all dead and hanging, leaves all over the place, cracked, sidewalks cracked, the doors hanging kind of loose, and you kind of walk in. The secretary meets you at the door. The person there says, Yeah, can I help you? You know, you're not probably not going to do business with this company. Everything that the landscaper is important. That's the first thing they see is the building they go to. That first person you talk to when you walk in that door is she, she is she and he is the forerunner of that company. She's the voice. You don't get any further than her or he until you get past that. And then it builds from there. And if you're not just a file clerk, man, you play an important part in keeping records straight, keeping things ready. I always, a lot of the young folks, they don't understand. I, I show them a pocket watch in my, in my, in my seminar leadership with an attitude. And I, I show them the gears in the back, all the wheels and stuff. And I said, this watch works perfect. But if you break off one of those little cogs, you know, when you say, I'm just a cog in a wheel, that watch will work perfectly until it gets around to that one cog and then it stops. Like I said, if the building ain't looking good, if the files aren't in place, everybody is important all the way on the whole entire food chain. I don't care who, all the way up to the CEO. And they got to have that same attitude. I add value. I am worthwhile. That's why this book is so important. I wish every, every business owner in the world would go out. To, I'd love to make the money off of it. 
I wish every business owner would buy a copy for their employees. It would change their culture. It's just it would improve it. Yeah, totally agree with you. I mean, the the reality is, uh, I don't think that that uh, people today many times recognize how important a simple smile is, a a lifting of somebody, uh, you know, lifting of their spirits. A different thing. I I was thinking about it last night. Uh, as you know, I've got a new online community and we had a new member join and she said i i swear that i've heard your name before have you been on podcasts or have you been on things that i might have heard and and i said yes and she said well i'm so glad that i've joined the group now and you know there's so many different ways you could answer that in return but my answer to her was thank you for bringing your genius to our group yeah and, and so you can be gracious in the process and you can be, um, again, it, like you say, it's a mindset. So how do you, if you, you know, Zig used to talk about stinking thinking, way too many people have that, right? How do you turn that around if that stinking thinking creeps in? It's a, it's a daily process. I, I do, <clears throat> when I talk about health with an attitude, safety with anything, it's that mindset when you first wake up, and especially with health. And I do a lot of, <clears throat> I do a lot of seminars at a lot of the assisted living homes for our treasured seniors. And a lot of them, you know, they get in this funky attitude when they first get up, they don't feel good, this hurt, that hurt, now getting older. They, they start the day on a downward slant. And I tell them, no, start it right off the bat it's not how you feel right now it's how you're going to feel later on you have and i <clears throat> zig always said and i love this quote that i love to use it of him you know because people always say well this motivation stuff doesn't last long and he would always come back and he says well neither does bathing that's why we recommend it daily and it's the exactly. same thing with your attitude you, you i'm not going to be there motivating you or anybody else out there tomorrow or the next day or next week, it's up to you to not only motivate yourself, but everybody around you. And I thought well, this leadership thing, I've watched people that uh, like, there was this guy at Texas Instrument, he would take this tubing for high pressure hydrogen lines, he was a plumber. And he would take this and he would bend these beautiful things and he would hook up to these machines and run this gorgeous, like concentric curves and everything. It's such a beautiful work of art. That's just what he did. He excelled at what he did and not knowing it, he was a leader in his field and all these other plumbers and stuff like that would watch him. And he added value by just being an example of doing good work. And that's what we all should be. If we're a leader in it, if you're just mowing the yard, if you do it right, other people say, darn, that's, that's pretty good. And become leaders that then they want to emulate. Unknowingly, they start emulating that, just like you said. That lady brought her genius to your meeting. Everybody can bring their genius and what they do to any field out there. I love it. Yeah, for sure. The um, again, it, it just made me think of um, so many times where we were either at a Ziegler devotional or where you and I first met, um, or just so many different events where people come in and some there's always seemingly one that can bring a dark cloud into a bright mm -hmm. sunny room absolutely right um but it's a choice 
and we can make those choices. And especially like you say, I love the fact that you're, you're having those talks in senior living uh, facilities and things like that to be able to bring a new thought process. Because I think sometimes, many times, folks like that don't feel like they're adding value to they each think they're other done. or themselves. They think they're done. And I tell them, <clears throat> I do a segment of the laughter is the best medicine. I bring them a picture of Bob Hope. And I said, you know who this guy is? They, oh, yeah, Bob Hope. And then I say, he, he lived to be 100, making people laugh, making people feel good, and in turn made himself feel good and lived to be 100. George Burns, and I bring up Milton Berle. Then I bring up Dick Van Dyke. And I said, he's not dead yet. He's 95. Wow. He's still adding value. He's not through. He's doing all his things. He's doing some Broadway stuff. He's doing some commercials. He's doing some writing. And I tell them, you're not done yet. Don't think of it as you're through. You've got plenty to add. Yeah. Tremendous, uh, tremendous frame of reference there. You know, I mean, I, I think you're absolutely correct. It's, it's interesting how the, the folks that are happy, joyful, um, contributing back to humanity, you know, exactly. stay, tend to live significantly long and very fulfilled lives. And that's really what it's all about, isn't it? Really, exactly. Well, the happier you are, the, the more motivated you are is a fact that it, it, it changes the chemical balance in your body. And God created us that way. He didn't want us to be depressed and unhappy. So that, that defeats the purpose of the body. When you're happy and things are going good, you're elated. Your chemicals, your endorphins come out, all of these melatonin, all of these chemicals come out that help you heal. They help you feel better. They build up your muscle strength. They let your blood flow. It's so much easier to be happier and it's so much healthier. And then you can be more creative. And when you're more creative, you create more things, you become more happy. It's like a escalating factor instead of a de-escalating factor it's going up the escalator instead of going down yeah going up seems to be like a, a whole lot more fun dopamine oxytocin serotonin yeah. all, all the all the happiness hormones right all the different things are released from that side so in the book let's get back to the book leadership with an attitude we want people to take advantage of this and you know, give a couple tips um, you know that people can put into action pretty much right away today? Well, first of all, stop and look at yourself <clears throat> and hear what you're saying during the day. Because I, I would hear these guys and gals all day long, ah, this job just getting me down. I'm just so depressed. I hate this. My boss, this, all oh, this and that, and these people over here. Then you hear the gossip over here. And, at the, and I tell them, the first thing you need to do is take stock of what you're doing. And look at all the negative things that are happening and try to change those. It says it's not going to happen overnight. But first of all, tell yourself first thing when you get up, this is going to be a great day. It's not about how you feel. It's what it's going to be. When you go in there and you hear people talking negative, either leave and go somewhere else or add something positive to that and take the initiative of throwing some positive remarks in there. I said, when you're doing or you're, you're doing some work and things aren't, or you're getting given a project that's really tough, take it as a challenge and just say, you know what? I'm worthwhile and I can do this. And I'm gonna show these people that, that I'm a good person and I'm a good worker and I add value to this company. And once you start doing that, things start getting easier. Your mind starts thinking better, you're clear. 
And all of a sudden people have come back and said, you know what, even when I've done these lectures instead of before I wrote the book, and they said, yeah, you know what, I tried some of that. And it, I was in this conversation and these people were talking all bad and stuff. And I added just a few good things. They said, well, you know, you're right. You know, and then they started talking on a little bit of a level, different plane. And it changed not only his day, it changed their day too. And that's what we're all about. We need to add that. I always like this, you know, the little placard balls, whether you they got yep. about four, you, you know, kinetic balls. You're this one over here with the good attitude. And the minute you let yourself go, you never know where your good attitude is going to go. And it's like throwing a rock in a pond, those ripples, and they'll stretch to somebody you didn't even know about. So, I totally agree. Actually, the group uh, that we've created online is called Be the First Stone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> be the first stone to create the ripple, right? Right. Uh, you never know when when that might happen. So, again, for those who are looking for a group that that want some people who truly want to add value to the planet, add value to each other. Uh, come take a look at Scott Schilling Speaks online community. Um, yeah, and you've had, you, you you know, I know you do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn and stuff like that. I try to share your links to go there and, and be a part of that because it is an informative group. I just watch it and listen to it. It's, you're, you're a phenomenal group and it's very comfortable. People are afraid, well, I don't want to get in on this. I'm kind of, you know, they, Get in there. It's comfortable. Go, 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 go. So, I, I agree with you. You know, it, it's interesting that you say that about uh, being comfortable and comfortability is a huge part. Um, I think a lot of times people, you know, may not uh, be as overt with their happiness or their joy right. because, well, you know, I'll, I'll stand out or I'll whatever. But what's wrong with that? Yeah. Nothing, they, they, right? they have a fear of opinions on them. They say, well, this guy just, or this gal is just too over, overboard. Be overboard. I'd rather be overboard than underboard. And if people say, that guy's nuts. Good. <laughs> I'm happy. You know, I've been blessed. You know, I, I was a ham when I was a kid. I got me in a lot of trouble in school, but it was, was more fun being that way. I, God just blessed me with a tremendous attitude. And, was, and when Tom dubbed me the attitude guru, Tom Ziegler, I was just blessed with that. And I'm trying to wear that mantle as good as I can. Oh. I think you're doing a great job of it. I think it's because, again, you've got success with an attitude, health with an attitude, now leadership with an attitude. Um, you know, I think a, a big part of, again, on the health side, certainly, you know, the dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin Absolutely. releases that are all the happiness hormones, certainly. Um, but leadership, um, in order to be a good leader, at some point, you got to be a good follower too yes. correct yeah you got to listen you got to pay attention but that's where a lot of that attitude comes in right is wow i'm not the leader at the moment but i'm going to accept and learn from the person who is leading the group is that a big part of attitude yeah as well? there's a part parts in that book that i say if you if you're afraid of whatever you're, you're doing or something you don't think you add value look at somebody in your field and see what they're doing that that they're getting the they're getting the comp, they're getting the raises, they're getting a better, you know, they're, they're oh, this guy's easy to get along with, and it's not a problem, he does good work, blah, 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 he's a good example of being, if you're an electrician, a janitor, it doesn't matter, then those other people said, pay attention to that person, and try to follow, and look what they're doing, and do what they do, it's just followed by, by answer, if you follow, then all of a sudden, you start doing what they're doing, and like you and I both know, as being an entrepreneur, that <laughs> there's a lot of, examples out there and you and I both 
try to find. We look, we follow people like Ken Blanchard, like Zig. Zig's been a part of my life way before I met him, way before I met him. You know, all there was out there. And same way, I I tell them, if you want to be the best janitor you want to be, just look at on tips on being a good janitor online. Just Google that. And I guarantee I did that on every field. There's a ton of information. How to be a good janitor. What are you easiest way to clean a mirror? Do you know? The information's out there. There's no excuse to not follow examples and become better. So how do we, you know, it just made me think of um, some of our youth and, and some who have um, maybe compromised the way they learn because they're so committed to their, to their phones or, or laptops or, or things like that. How do we help reinstill some of these values to get people to uh, to get these i don't know treat people with dignity honor and respect you know how do we put some of this back into our society today well, one of the skills that i i have struggled with it all my life and i struggle with it every day is listening and hearing and when you're, we've lost some of the connections with this texting and stuff like that. That's why I really appreciate Zoom. Instead of just being on a phone or something, I can see people. And if I can see a room of people that I do some of these seminars, I do a lot of Zoom uh, seminars doing COVID here. And I, there's this connection. If you're texting, there's just not enough connection. It's like, I, I love being a comedian. In, in every one of my seminars and all my books, I got jokes in between each chapter at the end of every chapter i tell a joke and i do that because i want to we we engage them get them laughing get them refocused on what i'm talking about but in in the point of that 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 humor it's like storytelling you can read a joke somebody will send you a whole page of jokes on an email and you can read them but i guarantee you you don't laugh as hard as if you had that person tell you that joke. Yeah. And I tell all my jokes with an Irish accent because I, you know, I've been dubbed also the little leprechaun by James Knight at the, at the and, I, and I love telling it with an Irish accent, but it's always funnier when you hear someone tell a joke instead of reading it. Very I can much emphasize so. the punchline. Same way talking to you. I can emphasize what I mean by my inflections in my voice. So that skill of communication, I think, we need to re-engage and teach people that texting is fine and it's, it's a good tool. Email is a good tool. Zooming is a good tool. Whatever you do, but we connect by verbally approaching and physically approaching people. So I'm glad this COVID is kind of moving out. I'm, I'm so glad I'm after uh, into June, I'm going to start doing live performances again. And oh, I'm so thrilled because my... Right when COVID hit, I just started redoing, I used to do a, a singles act in singing in way back when, when I was in El Paso. And I reestablished it. I do a tribute to Elvis, I do a tribute to Buddy Holly, and I do a little Vegas act. And I'm so, I love singing and I love performing, but I'm starting to do that again in June. And uh, in fact, I've got one coming up this, this month. It's the first one I've been doing since COVID hit because I started doing a bunch of them then COVID hit and I, you can't do that on Zoom. You can't do it on Zoom. So nope, engaging true. people. I love it. That, that's it. That's the secret. Get back engaging with people. 
Well, I think that that's a, you know, it's a very key fact. And um, back in 1977, Dr. Albert Maharabin at uh, UCLA did a communication study. And whether you believe the numbers are the exact same today or not, he was doing a, a non-verbal interpersonal communication study and found 7% of the communication was the words, 38% the tonality behind the delivery of those mm -hmm. words, and 55% the physiology behind the tonality. And, and that's exactly what you were just doing there. You, you were not only sharing the words, but your, your tone, your inflection went up, your body movement went up, your gesturing went up. And that is, I totally agree, one of the, the benefits of Zoom and, and video platforms like this so that we can communicate much better. Uh, but it's quite frankly why the emoji was created because people would just type the words or the initials and there was no inflection. There was no, so no the emojis smile. were, well, yeah, that's exactly. So all of a sudden it was, I hate you, smiley face, smiley face. Yeah. Now, I'm not <laughs> sure what the message really was there, but uh, from that that's side. True. Yeah. Yeah. It gets confusing sometimes. And some of these, these letter phrase, LOL or something like that. What does that mean? You know, some of these others, I have no clue. <laughs> you know, my, my granddaughter will text me or something. I think, what are you talking about? <laughs> All I well, get is these letters that's like, you know, Mitzelplik or something. I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. My mother-in-law, just about to turn 90, um, she would tell my wife uh, or she would text my wife, um, you know, some kind of sad event and then put LOL after it. And, and you know, my wife saw that after a few times and said, I, I've got to talk to my mom about it. And she said, mommy, you know, you're texting about these sad events and then you're putting LOL, laugh out loud after it. And she said, laugh out loud. That was lots of love. <laughs> and so, again, you start to understand where the communication the starts to break down, them. right? The gap that's in there from that. That's why I love that the, that you're leading this charge of, you know, really the leadership uh, is is a portion of this. But it's the with the attitude, right? With an attitude of of goodness. Uh, I'm not a strong believer in motivation. Motivation's an outside in activity. I am a believer of inspiration, which is an inside out activity, which you get inspired to to continue. So That's you are working to in, inspire so many to have this positive attitude. If if a person catches themselves with a little slide, you know, going in the wrong direction. What are a couple of tips to, to pull them back into, uh, hey, I can still be happy the, the rest of the day? <clears throat> Positive affirmations, saying things out loud. If, if, if nothing else, make a list on a little card or so stick it in your pocket and you start going downhill, take it out and this uh, things are going to get better. Uh, if you're feeling bad, I'm going to start feeling better in a little bit. My body is going to take over and start healing. Whatever your issues are, whatever your, whatever your funky moods are coming at you, whatever depressing things people are bringing to you from the outside influence, because that's terrible sometimes because they wear you out. <laughs> the worst thing I tell people is, that, do you ever walk up to somebody and say, hey, how are you feeling today? And they unload on you. <laughs> you exactly. wish you'd never asked. But those are the things you have to take charge of your own emotions and your attitude. Uh, you know, it, what was it? I think uh, Chuck Swindle said, and I think other people have too. you know, it, 10 percent of what happens to you 
and it's 90% on how you react to it. And that includes your own mood and the attitude. You can, you know, you can make a mistake yourself and we're all capable of doing that. And you can come up and you can do something and say, oh, golly, I that was so stupid of me. How oh, a dumb person I am. God, grief. I know better than that. That's a, that's a red flag. Take the list out. No, I'm not stupid. I'm not. I'm a good guy. I'm a good person. I'm, and then, you know, as a man thinketh, it starts input good, output's good, input bad, tanks. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, the, that's the only tip that I can give. You have to take charge of that attitude and change it, whatever it takes. It's, it's amazing how a little bit of positive input can um, change the day change the mood, change the whatever. I know that um, I, we've referred to Zig a fair amount. I'm going to refer to him again. Just again, it's hard to hard not to, but, but I know that when somebody says to me, how are you doing? My answer is fabulous and I'll get better. And, and it, <laughs> it automatically changes the state, gets them to laugh just like you did. But I realized that I actually learned that from Zig when people say, Zig, how you doing? You go, I'm better than good. Every time, every time, I'm better than good. <laughs> and, and so again, it was a matter of, of taking control of that attitude right out of the block. And it, it just becomes the building blocks for so much, especially in the leadership role, correct? Exactly. It is. It, it, your attitude is a, is a builder. If, if you have a bad attitude, you're going to create harsh feelings with people you meet. And if you're trying to do business or build a business, you know, that, it'll just kill your sales. If you have a bad attitude, they, people pick up on it. You can have, I can walk through the house and if I'm in a negative mood or something like that, which, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm positive pretty much most of the time, but I do have my moments. I can walk through there. It affects the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, it's something, it's an emotion that people pick up on. If you're in a, I don't care, you can, you know, you walk through the, this line at Walmart or anywhere, or, you know, wherever store you go to. Uh, and it's like, if that person, they look at you and they smile, did you find everything okay? It, there's no emotion behind it. It's not, they've, they've had a bad day or whatever it is. There's no emotion behind it. When they say, God, I hope you had a really good day today. I hope you found everything you wanted. There's that whole tonality <laughs> is different. And that's the key. It's important. Yeah, attitude's a winner. Yeah, I love that. Uh, you know, it's uh, like I say, it's it's not that hard to be positive, and it's and it's fun to have people that you can call to do a little checkup from the neck up, right? Yeah, check up from the neck up. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. and I, see, there's the chorus back there. You can hear them. That, that's exactly it. They wanted to make sure that they were it was known that they were part of this. We're in a great mood. We're chasing bad guys away. <laughs> I would like to answer and say, Hey, how are you doing today? How's it going? I said, Hey, if they catch me having this much fun, we'll both be in trouble. You know, and it always puts a smile on their face or they look at you and say, really? <laughs> yeah. I love that. My, my uncle would always tell me, he says, yeah, if it, I'm having so much fun, it's going to take two of me. Yeah. I have that, you know, and so those kind of, if just by saying it, you might think, well, that's kind of a coin phrase, but it's something that changes 
your attitude in here. You say it out loud, self-affirmations. You know, uh, you know uh, I'm a believer and I, I tell everybody, so I'm not going to talk religion here, but if you, if you believe in prayer, oh my God, pray, pray, pray. And say these things. God always told you, say it out loud. Don't keep it, say it out loud. That's right. Verbalize it for sure. Well, hard to believe we're running short on our time. How about one little last piece of wisdom for everybody? Well, attitude is one of the key elements in a person's happiness or their sadness. So I always say, change your attitude, change your life. Period. Yeah, there's nothing. I'm not, I can't add too much more to that. Attitude is a building block for everything else you do. I don't care what if it's about finances, relationships, what you do, what your job is, doesn't matter. Your attitude is a building block of everything you do. Period. Totally agree, Fred. How do how do people get a hold of you? Because you've got such a great attitude, and you know my. God, we got to get the book out there and we need to get you out there to, to serve some people. How do they get a hold of you? One of the biggest ways, if a lot of people are starting to gain influence on LinkedIn, they're moving over from some of the other medias onto LinkedIn. That's my main key. I'm on LinkedIn a lot and I do all my promotions, all of that kind of stuff on LinkedIn and my email. And uh, it is F K I E N L E at aol.com and if you if you have a question or something you want to talk to me just give me give me a holler on linkedin or give me a holler on, on an email I'll, i will respond i thank will respond you. thank you fred fred kinley uh, a true inspiration thank you for being here on champions right. of inspiration scott appreciate it so much that was a pleasure it was an honor thank you so much you're doing so much for so many other people folks you guys out of there get with scott look him up on, and uh, check him out You'll be amazed. I appreciate that. And all of you that have joined us here on Champions of Inspiration, thank you for being here. We'll see you again tomorrow. God bless. Thank you, folks.